Hello, good morning, welcome to the MTG Brawl Show. I am your host, Juan the Magic Man Gonzalez. Today we are doing a top 10 blue brawl card list. So, uh, let's jump right into an honorable mention. This is not a card I like, but I knew I would probably eventually get some crap for not adding it. As foretold, two colorless, one blue enchantment. At the beginning of your upkeep, put a time counter on as foretold. Once each turn, you may pay zero rather than play, paying pay the mana cost for a spell you cast with converted mana cost X or less, where X is the number of time counters on as foretold. So let's read the very first part of that once each turn. Now you're jumping through some hoops, you know, you get the proliferate, proliferate, uh, proliferate all these counters, okay, whatever, you're getting to cast one free spell a turn, you know, one. You gotta jump through some hoops, some enchantment that sits on the, uh, table. I personally like Deadeye Navigator and, uh, one of the drakes that's gonna let me untap five to seven mana, um... You know, and, and Deadeye protects himself. So, I see that a hell of a lot better than jumping through all these hoops for this as foretold. And uh, I think it's Paragon Drake's like 50 cents, Deadeye Navigator. I, I just bought a whole bunch of them for a dollar. Like maybe two dollars you're looking at for a two card infinite mana combo. But, uh, you know, as foretold, it's ten dollars. So, there it is for you guys that like that card I do not I think it's kind of a waste and I think once it uh, hits the table where you're gonna be dropping six to eight mana cost spells for free it's gone it's left the table before then so there you go um, let's jump straight into it to a card I actually like I am going to be playing around with this card I'm gonna throw it in my group hug deck um, and then if I brew another blue deck here, it won't be for a while because I just did the Merfolk deck. But uh, the next one I do, I'm going to screw around with this. Let's get into it. It's Time Stream Navigator. So uh, one colorless, one blue for a human pirate wizard 1-1. One, one. That is a hell of a lot of tribes there, huh? You got three tribes that thing can fit into. Um, it has Ascend, it, the rules of the text say, two colorless, blue, blue, tap, put Time Stream Navigator on the bottom of its owner's library, take an extra turn after this one, activate this ability only if you have the city's blessing. So, like as foretold, you got some hoops to jump through, but uh, definitely an EDH, the Ascend mechanic, super easy to get, and all the take an extra turn spells nowadays uh they all say exile so you got a rift sweeper eternal witness like it's huge combos this you can get a tutors you know you can take a couple extra turns um and you know you you gotta wait you gotta wait if you're not giving it haste so in brawl you you don't have as many options to give this thing haste but on the plus side is you spent two mana for something that everybody at the table is going to try to deal with. And if you're in blue, you got enough counter spells. Um, yeah, 
hopefully it gets through and then you're taking your extra extra turn you know you definitely don't want to do this later in the game um when you have some extra mana for that extra turn to actually matter but uh i think it's i think it's a solid card so try it out it's only 250 right now um for an extra turn spell that's pretty darn good uh, okay, let's get into number nine. Boral's Expertise. Boral's Expertise, whatever. All the Expertise cards, um, I think all of them are going to make the list, but eh, it's a sorcery, but three colorless, two blue. Boral's Expertise says return up to three target artifacts and or creatures to their owner's hand. You may cast a card with converted mana cost four or less from your hand without paying its mana cost, and that is why all the expertise are at least you're able to look at them and think that can go in almost any deck. Because um, it drops it down to, you know, one, two, three mana you're spending for these effects. It is its sorcery speed, but uh, <clears throat> especially in, you know, an EDH, this is a loser, but... Um, in brawl, I think I think just disrupting the the uh, the artifacts like Manolith. Manolith costs three, right? Let's say you get this down turn four, you return their Manolith to their hand. Eh, that's gonna feel bad. That's <laughs> and imagine you know uh, you're returning Manolith and Rishkar Pima Renegade and. Paradox Engine, whatever the hell, you know, it's just, I think it's funny, I think it's worth playing, um, and if they counter it, eh, so what, you got rid of some removal, and you get to cast something else for free, so, I like it, I'm definitely throwing it in, let's get to number 8, Kumana's Awakening, so Kumana's Awakening is two colorless blue-blue for an enchantment, it has Ascend, so you need 10 or more permanents to get the City's Blessing. Um, but once you have the City's Blessing, they can't take it away from you. So that's nice. And it reads, at the beginning of your upkeep, each player draws a card. If you have the City's Blessing, instead only you draw a card. So this goes from a um, Kami of the Crescent Moon to a Phyrexian Arena. That's solid card draw. You know, you're going to get to draw a card. And definitely, while this is drawing everybody a card, nobody's going to touch it. Nobody's going to screw with it. And, um, you know, Phyrexian Arena. It's one extra. There are better card draw spells, but, you know, you're getting something out of it. So, 30 cents. I'd definitely pick these up. You know, they might might go into some of your EDH decks. Let's get into number 7. Mechanized Production. So, Mechanized Production, you're going to need to build around a little bit, but it says, Two colorless, blue-blue, enchantment aura. At the enchant artifact, you control. So, you have to control the artifact, but at the beginning of your upkeep, create a token that's a copy of enchanted artifact. Then, if you have eight or more artifacts with the same name as one another, you will win the game. So, uh, that last part, that's that's a cheap way of winning, even if you did copy some servos or whatever the hell you're doing, you know, that's just, 
Ah, we're not paying attention to that. But, you know, you're in blue with any other color. You're going to get some sort of Gear Hulk you want to copy. Um, you know, what else can you get here? Um, you can get one of those, that uh, Sky Ship Sovereign. Um, any one of the monuments. You know, you're going to get some price reduction on your creatures and then... I like the green and the white one. You, uh, you know, you're getting extra creatures with the white one, little one ones, but then it turns into two every time you cast a creature, and then next turn it's three, and then next turn it's four, and then, I mean, pretty soon, you know, playing that with Anointed Procession, that's that's a big deal. Uh, or Ronas Monument, you know, you're giving your creature plus four, plus four in Trample, or two creatures plus four plus four or plus two plus two and then it gets to plus six plus six or three plus two plus twos um yeah i mean that you gotta have the artifacts but that's not hard you're always gonna have something in there you're gonna want to copy if you threw it in your deck then you definitely would want more um i guess you couldn't do the gear hulks uh, are they legendary let me take a look here no, no, they're not legendary. So yeah, all the well, some of them might be, but um, the blue one's not. Spoiler, it's gonna be in later in our list. Okay, let's go to number six. Number six is a card that uh, this is just a fun card, man. It's an expensive card, but it's a fun card. <coughs> Nezhal Primal Tide. It's a legendary creature, Elder Dinosaur. Huh? You know how, how many Elder Dinosaurs did they make in this set? That should be the new uh, Elder Dragon. Play these mono, mono-colored Elder Elder Dinosaur decks. Okay, it's a seven-seven for seven, and uh, when he can't be countered, and then it's got three more rules of text, and it can't be countered. You know, that's nice when you have these other three rolls of text. So the first is, or second, is you have no maximum hand size. That's nice. Um, but what if we can't draw a lot of cards? Well, let's go to number three. Whenever an opponent casts a non-creature spell, draw a card. Well, you got th three other opponents casting spells? <laughs> yeah, you're going to draw some cards off of this guy. And then, just the icing on top of the cake. You got all these cards in your hand. You had this creature that couldn't be countered. You have no maximum hand size. And then you can discard three cards. Exile Nahal. Return it to the battlefield tapped under its owner's control at the beginning of the next end step. So, yeah, sure, do your board wipe. I really don't care. Are you going to beat a 7-7 after you waste all that mana? Because I'm coming back. And I'm coming back with... Uh, you know, I'm drawing a card off of that board wipe. And then while everybody builds up, I'm drawing some more cards. So I, I like it. You know, it's a big, expensive creature, but I'm definitely playing around with it. I'm excited for this guy. He's fun. He's just a fun card. Um, that's probably, probably the most exciting card out of this whole deck tech that uh, I like. I think it's just going to be so much fun. I don't know. Okay, now let's get into one that you really kind of have to build around. 
but I included it because, uh, I don't, you know, you're in blue, and you, you might have to build around it, but this is what blue wants to do. So it is Metallurgic Summoning. Three colorless blue blue enchantment. Whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell, create an XX colorless construct artifact creature token, where X is that spell's converted mana cost. So, you know, I mean, essentially you're making some mid-range creatures, some big creatures, some little creatures, whatever. And then it has the ability of three colorless blue blue exile metallurgic summonings and return all instants and sorcery cards from your graveyard to your hand. You can only activate this ability if you control six or more artifacts, but hopefully, you know, with your constructs you're creating and then servos and every, you know, there's so many artifacts. Uh, yeah, it's not going to be that hard, not that much. The, the only worry about this card is I don't know if there is going to be enough enough um, enough instants and sorceries to fill a deck with that are going to win a game, you know? So, I mean, if you've only got five or six instants or sorceries in your deck, this definitely... Uh, not worth putting in, but, uh, you know, I mean, maybe it's something, you know, you just want the, you just want the, uh, returning them to your hand from the graveyard, you know, you want the grave retrieval, and you're going to be playing a lot of artifacts, so, I don't know, think about it, it's Mythic Rare, $1.27, it's probably staying there, probably dropping when it rotates out, but not by a whole lot, so, yeah, standard card if that's your strategy. It's not, nothing flashy, but uh, let's get into number four. There's another card that's not that flashy, but I mean, it's tried and true. Uh, Vizier of Many Faces, two colorless blue-blue creature, shapeshifter, cleric. Hey, let's read some text. You may have Vizier of Many Faces enter the battlefield as a copy of any creature on the battlefield, except if Vizier of Many Faces was embalmed. The token has no mana cost, it's white, and it's a zombie in addition to its other types. So yeah, it's clone with flashback clone again for one more. I mean, that's that's nice. Just being able to uh, take the best creature, you know, and then take it again. <laughs> once it dies, once somebody gets rid of it, take it again. Take something else. Clone. I mean, it's... It's a good card. Um, yeah, I mean, you put put it in any deck. You know, you got tribal deck. There you go. You got extra tribal synergy. You got, uh, yeah. It goes into almost any deck, and that's why it's on the list. So let's get to number three. This is one that I know a lot of people are going to disagree with, and especially me putting it at number three because it's a sorcery. But open into wonder. X, blue, blue. Sorcery. X target creatures can't be blocked this turn. Until end of turn, those creatures gain. Whenever this creature deals combat damage to a player, draw a card. So this isn't really combat tricks, but it, in a sense, it, you know, you're getting some creatures through. This will either, uh, I mean, it's drawing you cards. So there's there's the multi-purpose aspect to it. But then it's getting your big, big 
creatures through it. It's getting your XX constructs through it, you know? It's getting it's getting your big 7-7 uh, hall through your elder dinosaurs. Like, it's getting this stuff through. And you're drawing some cards. You know, it's, uh... Eh. You might get countered, but why not, right? You know, even if you're paying three to try to get in this Nez Hall through, like, you're going to draw a card, hit somebody with seven, eh, if they counter it for three, whatever, you know? Hold up hold up your counter, you're in blue, you know? Get three or four creatures through and take someone out of the game, draw four cards, you're ready to go, man. Next time next time it gets to your turn, you're uh, you're ready to go. I like it. I think in this form, in the EDH, no. Yeah, get it out of here. Throw Cyclonic Rift in there, and uh, but uh, you don't have Cyclonic Rift here. You don't have you don't have a lot. A totally different format. Um, I like this card. You know, in Brawl, it works. It works. It's worked for me. So um, I like it. Let's get to number two, Torrential Gear Hulk. So, Torrential Gear Hulk is four colorless blue blue artifact creature construct. Yeah, there you go. Copy that with your metallurgic summonings or uh, what was that? Uh, mechanic, mechan- mechanized productions or your vizier many facers faces. Whoa. Okay, he's got flash. He's a five six. So you know, at the abs- absolute minimum somebody's attacking you, you can just flash this in real quick. But you get the added bonus of snapcasting someone's mage, because when Torrential Gear Hulk enters the battlefield, you may cast target instant card from your graveyard without paying its mana cost. If that card would be put into the graveyard, this turn exile it instead. You know, I never really liked Snapcaster Mage, but uh, with such limited recursion in this format... This is, uh, it just feels bad, exiling cards. You know, then you have to get your Rift Sweeper and Dead Eye Navigator, that thing, in and out a million times, and then tutor for the card again. It's such a pain in the ass. But shorter game, less recursion. This is going to do what we need it to do. At least we're going to get two uses out of that instant, huh? And combat tricks. Combat tricks are key in this format. You know, it uh, you don't have the big flashy stuff, so you got to get creative, and this is just going to help you. At $9.62, I hope you guys pull this one out of a pack, because after this rotates out, this is definitely going to feel bad spending $10 on. So hopefully you got one sitting around. Um... Let's get to the number one. Now, this is one of my pet cards. This is a card that I put into any blue EDH deck, and uh, I will put into any blue Brawl deck. Um, Disallow. One colorless blue-blue instant. Counter-target spell, activated ability, or triggered ability. I don't have to say anything else right there. Three mana, instant speed, counter anything. I love it. Um, you know, it's always the triggered abilities or the activated abilities that end up getting you in the end. So this is just a winner. I love it. Um, 
It's $5.75. I hope to God when this rotates out of standard that it drops down to 2 or $3 because then I'm buying a lot. Um, yeah, I like it. I like it better than any any other counter. You know, Pact of Negation, uh, Swan Song, any other counter. I like this better. The versatility is nice. I don't run combo heavy decks where I'm trying to go off on turn one or, or I mean, not turn one, turn two or three or four. Um, my play group's very casual and uh, three mana is not bad to just know that you're safe from anything. So that uh, that's the number one. Um, yeah, let me know if you guys agree or disagree with my list. You can reach me on Twitter at UTB Game Co. Or uh, you can email me at Under the Bridge Gaming. Under the Bridge. I'll have to get back to you with that. I think it's either Under the Bridge Gaming at gmail.com or Under the Bridge Game Co. I think it's Under the Bridge Game Co. at gmail.com. Should definitely know this. Um, yeah, what what else was I gonna say? Oh yeah, uh, try to find me on Anchor. You know, um, not a lot of people are doing Anchor, but try to find me on Anchor. If you're on iTunes or Spotify, uh, you know, give it a like. If you one of the people that's listened to this and this passes time, just give it a quick like and. I don't know if I'll notice that. You know, this anchor it doesn't give you a lot of information, but as of right now, I'm recording everything on anchor. I'm having problems um, uploading my uploading my recordings or exporting them. Uh, I got to get fix something with uh, Audacity because I can't export right now. But then uh, pretty soon I'll be putting this on every podcast app it'll stay on anchor and i will be getting some youtube uh videos going so until then um you know i got top 10 white and top 10 red cards and we're going to be doing a set review so stay tuned give me a like come follow me on twitter and i will talk to you guys later